Welcome back to Careful Boys. Oh, no, this is Hot Seat. Well, isn't Hot Seat a segment of Careful Boys? This is how Hot Seat gets open, dude. Everyone knows how Hot Seat gets open. How does it get open? Open yourself on it. You hot yourself. Welcome to Hot Seat, the show with the hottest seat and the hottest questions. Oh, that's right. I forgot the redundancy thing. Okay. Welcome to Hot Seat, the show with the hottest seat and the hottest questions. Here is our Hot Seat guest today, Steve Green. Thank you. Who's usually a host. So, Hot Seat's the show where we like to try to. You know, we get someone in the hot seat and we like to turn up the heat. All right. And, and, <laughs> and to start off the cold questions, Bart, hit it. You used to be a San Diego man, correct? Yes. So out of all the beaches, are you more of a white sand kind of guy or a black sand? I'm a white sand kind of guy, yeah. Good. Mm. Good. Good. Good starter was, question. That's a correct answer. You know why? Why? Because it's fucking beautiful. Mm. I love the texture as well. Mm. Have you ever been on a white sand beach and then you got like the turquoise ocean mm -hmm. and you're at like the Bahamas or some shit? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's, what's, your, what's your favorite beach in the world? Any Corona commercial beach? Mm. Okay. 100%. So not even the ones you've been to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the ones chasing the dragon, the dude. I'm, I'm chasing the fucking dream, honestly. But yeah, so far I would say Bahamas. Are you a tropical dude yeah. or more like a forest dude? Tropical dude. Is that your favorite climate? Do I look like a forest dude to you? Kinda. You've known me for a long time. Am I a forest? You dude? look more like an <laughs> indoor dude. Thank you. That's true. So I'm a tropical guy. An indoor tropical guy. No, I'm a resort guy, bro. I'm a fucking white trash resort person. My ties kind of guy. <laughs> I'm like, Cobble I'm guy? like, oh, I've been to, you know, where have I been? To up to Bali, say. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've experienced Bali, the resort, bitch. I don't want to go to fucking. They were, they were like, oh yeah, I don't know, because I want to go with the locals. Like if Casey was here, she'd be like, I just I want to go to like the local spots, and I'm like, fucking whatever. <laughs> <laughs> fucking whatever. Take me to the fucking five star resort, and All I'm inclusive. never leaving. Yeah. Take me to where they speak English in Indonesia, motherfucker. That's it. That's yeah. It. That's nice. Can I get a hamburger here? How did you get so into crypto? So into crypto? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh. Okay, a couple years ago, my mom was, well, I got into crypto first in 2013. I was buying Bitcoin, right? How did you even like get into that and how did you believe in it? Buddy of mine, he's a big time stoner and he's like, dude, let's fucking buy crypto. And I was like, what the fuck is that? He's like, let's buy, well, nobody's called it crypto. And he said, yeah. let's call, let's buy Bitcoin, dude. It, um, is he a Bitcoin millionaire now? No. Oh, okay. He didn't go ham. Oh, yeah, oh, he bought, shit. he bought once and then he sold it like when it doubled or whatever. And then he was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes sense at the no, time. Yeah. At the time, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. yeah. But yeah, it was like we were buying it at a thousand bucks. So then it went to two thousand and he's like, fuck yeah, motherfucker! <laughs> See you later. Yeah. But that's you know how much Bitcoin he had? He had one. We both bought one together. Oh, I thought he had like three hundred of them or something. No, no, no. <laughs> we both bought one. I bought one point two or whatever the fuck I bought. Yeah. And then it immediately went down. It went like like I'm telling you, I bought the exact top. And it went down like the next fucking day, and it went, and then it went to one hundred and twenty-five dollars each, and I was like, "Damn, we got fucking red." But I had done enough reading on it by that point, because um, I just I just got into it. And I, I bought it first, and then I started reading about it after. And then uh, I was like, "Oh, I, I actually think that this is dope. I, I think that there's a use for all this shit." Like, and I read the Satoshi white paper. So then I was like, "Oh fuck, this is like a movement." So I held it. I never sold it. And you're doing this during like when you were really active in YouTube and comedy. Oh yeah, I was doing, it was 2013, so I was doing really like trolling like every fucking week. I was nice. I was writing at Maker Studios like every day, so yeah. I was all the way in, so I didn't really have time to, to 
really researched crypto yet. Um, and then when my channel got demonetized, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do, bro? <laughs> when was that? Uh, I was like 2015. That's, well, you were already with us around that time, right? We were making content here. I had, uh, I think 2016 is when I came in this room. Mm. Maybe it was late 2015. Cause I, I think I remember when you were like, fuck, they won't get my channel back. And then you yeah. kept, I kept going back and forth with yeah. them, like pushing back and was stuff. Was there a specific video that got your channel demonetized? They said there's like 62 of them that got my channel to monetize. Oh, yeah. Fuck. But what does, it, does it mean like your channel you can post, but you can't get ads on it? If I want to have my channel back and monetize it again, I have to, to remove 60 something videos and I you refuse. You access, you can access it. Something videos. Yeah, I can access it, yeah. I have control of my channel. Okay, but then like they, they just won't put any ads on it. Exactly. Were you spreading misinformation about COVID back in 2015? I was, yeah, Damn. I was, exactly what I was doing. Yeah. No, I was creating, I was creating material that um, they found that people could jerk off to, that's what they oh. said. Oh, the sex in public one? No, it's just my face, dude. Oh, it's too <laughs> sexy. Is this yeah, your thumbnail? Yeah. 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 Can I ask, at your peak, when you were monetizing off of your YouTube videos, how much you were making? I was doing like 5,000 a month or something like that. At the peak? Yeah, at the peak, You, yeah. you were getting no, millions no. of views. Oh, dude, yeah, but bro, uh, my stuff was very, not, you know, you know, that's not where the money is, right? Uh, and um, even with know, millions of views like that, the dude. amount that I got was split with Maker, right? So like, yeah, my oh, channel was probably getting like fifteen, twenty thousand, but like after my production costs and stuff, and when I was, oh, I see, oh, I see, I see, that's what I took. Oh, right now. Okay, yeah. So I was probably doing like, I, was, I think my channel was doing like twenty thousand. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's it was cool. That was your take home. But I put it all back into to the show, like all the time. I kept putting it all back into the show. So what were you living on? You just like scraps, and then you put the money right back in? That stuff, but I was also hired as a writer at Maker at the time, and I was that's where I met Timmy and everybody, and oh, yeah. we were all doing videos together back then, too, so I would write for like a lot of their talent that were in their building, a lot of them got the air quotes, but then I would write um, for a lot of people that I liked as well, so it was really cool. Um, so, but you know, it's a skill, it's a skill to write for somebody else's voice in their voice and to be able to do that. So that was hard at first. Cause like, you know, when you're, when you come up in the comedy scene, you're like really stuck on your, like your vibe and like, you know, it's like, oh my way and all this shit. But like you suck as a writer if you can't write just somebody else's voice in my opinion. So, so were you once a pretentious artiste? Oh fuck yeah, dude. I was way full of my, I was, I was way full of shit. What do you think it is happens to a lot of people when they first get into the entertainment world where they have this idea that they're so unique and different and better than everybody else when they just started? I think it's, I think that you, I, for, I think that there's a level of confidence that you have to have and like obviously vanity that you have to have to even do this shit at all. Like to, to go like, I'm gonna record myself, and then people need to see this shit. It, it, you're already like full of yourself in a way, right? Yeah. So, but uh, unnecessary full of yourself. Full, you're full of yourself. Um, but but to get to the point where um, <laughs> you kind of need some barbs up if you're gonna ever make something, and like walk into a room with other people who have opinions too. You you have to be able to defend your yeah. shit. So sometimes I think people just do it extra hard, yeah. and they like really layer those walls thick. And I think it's a huge mistake. What broke you out of that to become more like? easy to work with and then you play the game and then you you kind of I think that's what got you into you know making movies and doing all this other stuff I think that it was meeting cool people because at first I was really unimpressed with the people that I was meeting in, on the tubes like who uh fuck I mean it's hard to that's name an Anthony names. question yeah yeah first and last I thought first. you were gonna say it <laughs> who did you meet and we'll leave it to ourselves like if we that. think I met everybody or point out the, the skin color that it matches the most <laughs> Because uh, it's, it's, we all have such fluctuating skin color yeah. here. Because I think we could tell which one is be impressed by or yeah. not impressed. Yeah, but it, it was really, I mean, it was really both, right? I think I didn't like 
myself as much too. And so there's a lot of that going on at the same time where you're like, you're like, I, I see you, you see yourself in other people and you're like, I fucking hate that guy, but do I hate myself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was doing a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. You really do like look, you really do when you look back. Yeah, it helps when yeah. you look back because you really do see how full of shit you were, and then how full of shit they were. Yeah. And then like I see how stubborn I was at the same time. Like I would always be like, how cringe. Yeah, yeah. It's, it it just happens because we all been there. Like yeah. in the creative field, yeah. you think you're just fucking way better than the world. I think you're so you, fucking cool. You have yeah. that. You have that initial confidence that's really stupid, and and it's weird too because like I remember at the time thinking like, well. I, you know, I, I wish I could meet cooler people and shit. And like, because the, everyone on the tubes was really into themselves, and I didn't like that. I didn't yeah. like, like, remember at the time we had these little cameras and mm -hmm. the red button in the middle? Yeah. Vertical one? Yeah. yeah. And everyone's yeah. vlogging, and I, I thought I was better than vlogging and shit. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you just, you just yeah. have to grow up a little bit, I think. Mm -hmm. And then, who, was, uh, who were some of the easiest people to write for, and who were some of the hardest? Timmy D, because he doesn't even read his email. So, <laughs> honestly, that's yeah, true. You'll fucking write whatever you want. He's down to do whatever. And he's down, he'll just yeah. pick up the script and just fucking. He's go. probably one of the coolest dudes on YouTube, though, where you just like, oh, this guy is just. He's enjoying life, That's and he it, just yeah. wants to play. Some of his skits that we've been in, he's like, are you down? Yeah, cool, and he had the whole maker or production team there, and this fool's writing in the living room. Like, yeah. on the day of the, he's like, I don't even have the idea, I just knew we should do something. I remember doing, I mean, <laughs> anything I did with him was really fun. It was fun every time, and they had a great vibe on set, which yeah. was not always the case. Like, yeah. so, so there's some people who really are full of themselves, like, big time. Um, so you always got on with Timmy. I love Kasson, Kasson was always yeah, cool, Kasson's dude. Shay Carl's a super good dude, you know. Loves hot women. I'm kidding. Uh, no, good dude, really good dude. Uh, I still talk to Shay sometimes. He's a good guy. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, all those guys, like especially in, in Maker, like the core people who like founded the place, they were really, mm -hmm. always really cool. Every one of them was really cool. Today's video is brought to you by Upstart. Nothing is more discouraging than paying toward your credit card but barely making a dent in your debt. That's why Upstart is here to help you pay off your debt quickly so you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether you're paying off credit cards or consolidating high interest debt or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit. Unlike other lenders, Upstart uses your income and current employment to help you find a smarter rate for your loan. With a five minute rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans of 1,000 to up to $50,000 and receive your funds as fast as one business day after being accepted for your loan. So find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today by going to upstart.com slash off the record. That's upstart.com slash off the record and don't forget to use the URL so they know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined by your credit, your income, and other certain information that you put on your application. Make sure you go to upstart.com slash off the record. What was like the hardest or toughest moment in your YouTube career? So there was a video I did call, it was like one of my bang bust prank videos, right? And and there was a guy who, um, so what we used to do was we would have people sign a release, like before they get in the bus. So like, it's like, hey, you're about to shoot porn with these chicks, we need you to sign this release. And so <laughs> this one guy, he thought he was gonna get to fuck like these two porn stars. And 
He signs his release, and then we get him in the van, and we do the whole bit, and like these two guys get in, and he's like fucking mortified and shit. And then afterwards, um, <laughs> he leaves. Right, everything's cool. He leaves. He's like, I got, you know, fuck, I didn't know, and all this shit. And then um, I'm going with the porn stars to go get other guys to the van, and my producer at the time, the guy comes back, and he asks for his release back, and my producer then hands it to him. Oh no! And so because he did that, when we put the video out, we're like, you know what? We'll we'll we can fog his face out. We we had to talk to the maker, the lawyers and shit, and like, okay, if you fog his face out, it's you'll you'll, you'll be fine because nobody can recognize him and shit. Well, he he called my producer like after it comes out, and like it gets a million views in 24 hours, like those always did. And then I had to. They're like they're like Steve needs to take this video down because the guy just called and like we don't want to have any bullshit. Like Disney doesn't want to deal with anything, right? And I was like, fuck. Um, and it's funny too, because people think I faked this shit. Um, but dude, this that was what sucked about it, is that like, because we really did it with real people, this situation sucked and then Maker was like, um, either you take it down or we're gonna take it down. And I and I was like, how are you gonna do that? I just changed my fucking password. I'm, I'm on the phone with you, bitch. What are you gonna do? And then- um, He's like, we're on the back end. <laughs> and then uh, basically Maker Legal, like after like three days, they were. They got back to me and they're like, "Hey, look, we're just gonna uh, disassociate our relationship with you if you don't take the video down." And I was like, "Whoa, yeah." It was like that. Fuck. So then I was like, "And they're like, no production, no anything. Like you're, you'll be done if you don't take the video down." And I was like, "Fuck." So then I took. How many back. views did it have been? Oh, it was at three million already. Oh, yeah, and it was it was getting posted all over the place. Like, especially in the first like hour or whatever, it was already getting posted all over the place. So I was like, "This is gonna be great, right?" And then you know that call comes and then that sucked. So that sucked only because. Like, man, did we work hard? I know it sounds like like um, stupid uh, to anybody who works hard, but but we worked hard to <laughs> to make the video, get yeah. the right people, yeah. and like to meet oh, the person man. and to yeah. like suss them out and know the that execution. he'll take himself seriously enough where he'll it'll be funny in the van and he won't try to like juggle somebody's balls and like <laughs> I'm yeah. a funny guy, you know. Yeah, you don't yeah. want that guy in there. You yeah. want the guy who takes himself too seriously in there, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. He thought he was gonna get. Two girls. He thought he was gonna fuck these two porn stars, yeah. And he was super like, I don't know, to his buddies and shit. He's like, oh, I don't know. And that's when I know. Such a great mark. It was perfect. It was perfect. And it was a great video too. I, I, I really liked it. Is that still yeah. findable? Like, is it out there? In it's called Bang Bus Prank Three. I'm sure somebody has re-uploaded okay. it. Yeah. I would have pimp slapped the fuck out of your producer, and I would have been like, you call his ass back right now and say, I'm sorry. We're gonna get you two girls. I went in on him hard. I mean, I never, yeah. I've never yelled at anybody at that whole company. Why did he give it to him? That's a pretty big oopsie. Um, That's the craziest. I don't know. I don't know. He's a nice guy. You guys know Bryce. Oh, Bryce. He's oh, cool. Bryce. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Fucking. He's so Bryce. nice. Yeah, he's so nice. Yeah. But I feel bad. We're friends nice to this day. Me and Bryce are cool. But I feel bad if I had to yell at him. It's. Uh, I know. I couldn't. <laughs> it, it sucked, man. I, I was just furious because I. I had no other options. Like that was it. Because if we didn't have the release, we were fucked. So mm -hmm. I was like, damn, I have to take this. What was the best moment of your like YouTube career? I really enjoyed doing the topless trolling one. Because that was a point that I wanted to make for a long time. Like where these girls were oh, doing yeah. the free the nipple campaign. The protest. And I got to go to the protest and then like the whole time I was just staring at their tits. How did you find out that that's what they were gonna do? Like um, did you they used do that. So like in Venice Beach, they post like uh, a month in advance of whatever Have you seen this video? It's uh, hilarious. Dude. Oh my god. He's like he's like He's like, uh, tell me about your movement, and then he's, she's like talking, oh, it's about feminism, whatever, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, sorry, what'd you say? Oh, say that again? 
and that's it was the point, so good. That's the point I always wanted to make to people because I believe in free the nipple, go for it. But also, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. That's, I, that's all. There's trade off. Yeah. There's a trade off. That's it. There's a trade off. <laughs> so I like that one. I like doing. Um, I had this one for Chick fil A that I liked a lot. That um, Because, you know, when you're trolling, then you have to sometimes take an angle. And so uh, I did this one where I had. I had this contract that I was, I was, I said I was willing to allow gay people because at the time Chick Fil A was like going down for a mm -hmm. bunch of gay stuff, yeah. Yeah. like anti-gay stuff. Yeah. And I and I and I was like, hey, look, um, I want to talk to gay people, gay community, homosexual people. Um, I have a contract right here. We're willing to give you, straights. We're willing to give you guys straights. gay marriage. We're down, but you have to promise that it's not going to go in, like from there and like you're going to start marrying a bunch of table furniture or some shit. <laughs> And you were a Chick-fil-A man. Yeah, and I was like, well, no, 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 I was just there, like, at the interview, and I was like, we're trying to, we're trying to, like, we're trying to, I'm trying to, as a straight guy, open up our movement to you guys, like, you know, let's have a conversation, and, like, let's, let's, you know, meet at the table and sign a treaty, but you guys gotta promise not to start marrying a bunch of fucking dinette furniture or whatever the hell. Like, we don't know, because we, because if, you, if you're starting here, we don't know what the hell is gonna happen next. You know, and, there was and that was the narrative at that time. Like that was one of the yeah, big. Yeah, that's the slippery slope yeah. argument that they always use. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's next, an animal? Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I never would. Um, my favorite thing about trolling all the time was I like that I got to bring my weird thing to their environment, and then when I just left, and they got to think, was that even fucking real? What just happened? I loved, I loved that part of it. I didn't, I didn't like the reveal as much. That stuff, I always didn't like that much. Uh, but this one guy, this one really nice gay guy, he was so upset that I thought that he was gonna start marrying dogs and stuff. <laughs> Which is their argument. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's the joke. Right. It's an existing yeah. fear. That, yeah. that was the existing fear at the time. So, <laughs> so and I was so and I was so troubled that he was gonna maybe start marrying like poodles or whatever. That I'm um, so troubled, <laughs> personally troubled. He was like shaken by the by that interaction. Yeah. Like afterward, he's just so fucking hyped up and shit, and like fucking just like angry. And, and I was like, hey man, hey man, hey man, I'm not on the same team, bro. I'm on the same team. I'm for your movement. This is just, I'm pointing out what the other side is saying. And he was just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> he was so relieved. He was so relieved. His stereotype was playing, and he thought that you were really one of them. I'm really one of them, and I think that he thought, he's like, how are we ever gonna get through? Yeah, that's, that's, and this, I is can't what, believe. this is what we're up against. How the fuck is this ever gonna work out? That's the disbelief. Yeah, he's like, we'll have to live so on a different good. island or something. He was just happy that you weren't the adversary. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's pretty rare of you to like reveal like that. Huh? Yeah, I didn't never really yeah. do that, but but yeah, a couple times I, I would because yeah. Did you do that for Westboro Baptist? You never revealed. Them, no, right? no, I just pissed those guys off. In fact, Steve, the main guy at Westboro, I didn't know he was like the main guy, but he was there. And so I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, hey man, like, <clears throat> how I got him to, to do the interview? Because I was wearing American flag tag and shit, uh, American fly, uh, American flag uh, tie. Okay. And I was, I was like, hey man, um, you know, nobody ever t actually just have a, has a conversation with you guys, tries to understand your point of view. That's all I want to do. And uh, and he's like, okay, all right, whatever. You know, as long as you're not gonna do some shit. And I was like, no, no. He's like, no, your microphone's not gonna squirt anything on me, are you? And I'm like, no, no, you're good. You probably like that shit, you know. But but um, so so then so then uh, I was like, okay, cool. Tell me about like what is what is in the Bible that makes you believe this? And he's like, well, in Leviticus ten twelve it says, man shall not lay with another man. And we, what do you think about that? And I was like, uh, I think he just wanted them to do it standing up. <laughs> this guy was just like. 
like, like you know, he, like, he knew, like he, he, like he, oh, it was almost like, see, that's why I don't talk to people. <laughs> you played it so cool. Forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I He's like, swore I would never fucking do this. This is why I don't do fucking interviews. Like it was like that, so that was a fun one. Have you ever been close to like getting in a fight with somebody? Yeah, there was a couple times. I mean, there, there's, I think I have a decent way of de-escalating a situation where I just seem like I'll probably be a, a bad idea to fight them. Not because I'm intimidating or threatening, but because I'll just do something crazy out of nowhere. I'll just say something fucking weird out of nowhere that they're, they're like, what? And it like, it short circuits their head, and they're like, oh, okay. Like, I'm gonna turn it up for the last part, yeah. alright, alright? So, you're obviously hella passionate. When you talk about this, it's like, man, it seems like these were the, the some of the best times of your life. How did that feel when it all fucking got taken from you? It hurt, man. It hurt. It I tell you, it took probably two years for me to get over it. Like, like I, th I don't think I'm still completely over it because I still I love doing all that stuff. Wow. But it just doesn't make sense to do it now because of um, the culture's yeah. changed. Well, the, well, it's really just. A, I think the I think it'd be, it'd be great to do it now, if anything, uh, because of how seriously everyone takes themselves. Because the culture changed. Yeah, but yeah, but and you know, I I can't say I saw it coming like this. Like the, the way everyone takes themselves so seriously now is like fucking wild. But that was always what my thing was. It's like don't take yourself too fucking seriously. And mm -hmm. you know, anytime I catch myself, because we all do it, we're all human beings. Anytime I catch myself taking myself too seriously, I'm always like, wait a minute, like that's not who we want to be. Mm -hmm. So it's but something you got to remind yourself. Constantly, but yeah, I definitely was I would say depressed for like a good two years afterward Thankfully, I found this place this place really saved me in, in that time because I didn't feel like I had anywhere to go to like to be myself mm -hmm. And that's why I love this fucking room. So I love you guys. So cool, man. Yeah. Love you If you had to fuck a dude <laughs> <laughs>